As the day wore on, Portia's chills grew worse and her aches and pains became more pronounced. She had been coughing intermittently and was sure that by tomorrow she would have a full-blown flu. When she went to her locker to pack up her bag at the end of the day, she was surprised to see a bunch of messages scrawled out on her whiteboard. The top one was from Felix. She'd recognize his chicken scratch a mile away. Hey, sorry if I overstepped my bounds today. I'll IM you later. No signature. None needed. The next note was from Max. It was performance anxiety. I promise it won't happen again. Despite herself, she half smiled at his wit. The third note was written out in a bold calligraphic hand. Portia, please come and see me if you feel that your condition is worsening. Ms. Lucosia. She reread the message just to make sure she had it right. How did Miss Lucosia know that her condition had worsened? Maybe something was going around school. She slung her bag over her shoulder and headed out for the bus, taking a seat in the back and strategically plopping her backpack down next to her, hoping to ward off any unwanted company. As the usual kids made their way onto the bus, she pumped up her iPod. She had recently downloaded an app of different bird calls and often enjoyed challenging herself to identify which species was singing which song. But right now, she was feeling so lousy that instead she just allowed herself to get lost in the harmonious chirping. Hers being one of the last stops, Portia watched with relief as one by one the kids got off in front of their houses. She was counting the minutes, the seconds, until she could take refuge in the solitude of her room. As the route continued, though, her symptoms worsened dramatically. The pain in her back became razor sharp and was emanating forward into her chest and throat. Her breathing had grown shallow and labored, and when she looked out the window, she was overcome with panic when she realized that they were still a good few houses away from her own. I need help. The coughing started again, but quickly segued into a desperate wheezing, followed by another terrifying constriction of her windpipe. She felt as though her head was spinning as thick beads of sweat fell into her eyes, clouding her vision. Struggling to draw new breath, any breath, into her lungs, she tried massaging her throat, hoping to encourage her windpipe open, but there was no air to be had. Desperately, Portia looked out of the window, trying to gauge whose house was next on the route. I've got to get off this bus. There was no rationale to her thought, just fear. She was sure she would suffocate to death on the bus if she didn't get off and find help. In the recesses of her panicked mind, she registered that the bus was at the shared stop of the Nelsons and the Trotters. The Nelson house was perched at the top of a ridiculously steep driveway that there was no way she'd be able to climb in her current condition. Groping the seats, she half crawled up the aisle, pushing past Alexander Nelson, who was saying goodbye to his buddies. Hey, what gives, Griffin? This isn't even your stop. But Portia hardly heard the recrimination as she headed for the open door. I'm going to die. Please, oh, please let me get to Charlotte's house without dying. She repeated the mantra to herself with every desperate step she took toward the imposing oak door of the restored farmhouse. As she got closer, she suddenly felt a smooth relief spread through her windpipe. 
It was as if she had been choking on a block of ice, which had warmed suddenly, coating her throat with a cool trickle.